0: Listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive Rate Shield approval, call us today at 800 Quicken or go to RocketMortgage.com. For JD Power award information, visit JDPower.com. Rate Shield approval only valid on certain 30 year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hi, welcome to the Subway ad for the new Sesame Ginger Glaze Chicken Signature Wrap. How would you like it? I'll take a... Sports announcer at home? Yeah, how'd you... We just know. My wife picks up the new Signature Wrap. It's got double the rotisserie-style chicken mixed with a Sesame Ginger glaze. She appears annoyed at me, but she shrugs it off. Those sweet and savory flavors are calling her name. She lifts the wrap and... She takes the bite! Incredible! And now she's closing the door on my... Subway, make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Double meat based on average six-inch sub.
1: What's Welcome to Cyber Wars. What's up, Ordy?
0: Sometimes you just gotta let the jam go long.
1: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you know, we Yeah, are. let
0: that let that intro roll. Sometimes it just it's just you know.
1: We I'll always spin it get in a the minute. Chair and, we always get a minute ten, a minute fifteen into that song before I say anything. By the right. way, just in case you were wondering, it's always that long, Ordy. What, what's up with that?
0: I don't know. I just, it felt a little, you know, mm-hmm. deep cut on me, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm I, I okay I What's going on, Lou? I don't know. You're bored. You're bored. You burn out on me, aren't you?
0: It's like, no, not at all. That's the exact opposite.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> How could I burn out on someone who took my Twitter comment and added it to Urban Dictionary? Right. It,
1: it it had to be done.
0: Uh, it, just, you're just so good to me. It, For those of you who weren't listening during FUBAR, I had an altercation with a commie today who was um, getting a little froggy, and so I told him that his uh, flabby spank pistons weren't intimidating anybody. So (laughs) Lou went and took flabby spank piston and uh, put it into Urban Dictionary. Yep, because
1: that's how we roll. Yeah, so So that was probably the hot I hope it'll be
0: up in the next 24 hours, and that is just fantastic. That That is a Christmas GIF gift more important than a child's laughter.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I'll roll with that, but I'm secretly thinking that there must be something wrong with you. However, Ah. yeah, it was probably the highlight of my day.
0: (laughs) And that was before I even got fully into my first cup of coffee. Mm. I was, I, feel, I was feeling good this morning. And How that. you feeling? How you doing?
1: I'm feeling pretty good. And, and so that might have actually been the number two on my day because I watched our friend Chad Loader get completely owned by someone who is way more, has way more credibility in the security industry than he does. So it was. Wait, it you're, was, you're
0: you're you're saying that the guy who couldn't make C suite in nine years uh, with the company that he helped find
1: uh-huh. found? Yes, it exactly. doesn't have
0: credibility. No way.
1: Well, I I don't know. It was really. It was kind of sad, but at the same time, it was really really cool because. So what he said was that Mayor Lightfoot has just. Um, has has just issued martial law, which I don't think governors can do to begin with. Or mayors. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sorry. I said, yeah. I said mayor, but yeah, I don't I don't think that a mayor can do that. But, uh, so a guy from Forrester Research, which is, you know, doesn't get much more credible than that, um, comes in and just kind of says, yeah, no, uh-uh. That's not how martial law works and besides all of their uniforms and all of their vehicles are marked with uh chicago pd so yeah right yeah no that's not
0: yeah Yeah. And, and even that i mean okay yeah she raised the bridges and it went all fucking gotham and dark Knight, which was you know yeah, as it should be when the populace is losing their ever fucking loving well, minds. I mean, they're already gone yeah, for the you know, Gotham. But but yeah, yeah, it's it wasn't martial law.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, when you have a bunch of little penguins running around, sometimes you have to like go Gotham. Yeah, 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 so, yeah and I mean, but it was, but I mean, you know, martial law is when the military enforces the laws of the country because there's you know. They have, for whatever reason, and that there's, like, really fine criteria about when and how it can be done, which we've all discussed at length over the past couple of months, right? It's all been out there. It's all the same discussions. And, I mean, you know, the military is not invoked. There is no martial law, and a mayor can't do it anyway. Right. governor can call in the National Guard, but it's not martial law. Right, so I mean it's just it it was just insanity and it, it it's it it's in that category of things that we've been doing at the first of the show that you know the crazy um just out of control antifa propaganda that's going on and and that's just it's meant to cause chaos the only purpose for doing something like that is to get people in Chicago so upset and fearful. That they do something crazy.
0: Well, I mean, a lot of that was started with, "Oh, the cops killed a fifteen-year-old kid," and you know, so. But then, uh, no, he, he was twenty, down. and yeah, yeah, he, you know, and so it's. But you're know, talking about Chaz, you know, real quick. Uh, somebody used him as a reference today in the new narrative that. Antifa isn't the one actually doing it. It's right-wing extremists who have infiltrated Antifa that are causing all the problems. It's not Antifa itself because Antifa doesn't exist. But anyway, they, they cited Chad saying that where he would have had a screenshot of somebody else saying it. And it's just like, oh, my God, you're playing telephone with an idiot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, this but, wasn't yeah, a so,
1: media outlet, yeah. was it?
0: It wasn't even a media outlet. Okay, yeah. It was sorry, uh, It was just some it. rando on Twitter citing yeah. Chad who was citing a rando on Twitter.
1: Uh, right,
0: exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, someone
1: on Twitter told me that I have this screenshot. That's like I have an archive of where someone posted a screenshot and it's evidence. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. I did a rant about this. I might need to do another one because, um, you know, I, I delete frequently and I just did not too long ago, but... Um, yeah, it's like that's that for for digital evidence to be evidence in a court of law, it has to be it either has to self self authenticate or the person who who posted it or someone who was present in the room with the person who posted it when they posted it or sent a text message or anything else. Like even the receiver, according to the federal rules of evidence, even the person who receives a text message can't authenticate who sent the text message because they weren't in the room when, from which the text message was sent.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, we've talked about that. I mean, we've talked about that, you know, with deep fakes and everything else too, in that, you know, and with, you know, sims, with sim swappers and all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so it has to be, we are in the
0: universe of deep fakes.
1: Yeah, we absolutely are. Some things self authenticate, right? So if, if you, can tie a Twitter account to a person, um, and and that is a foregone conclusion. And you archive their tweets. The tweet, the the code behind the archive is recording the Twitter ID, the code from the Twitter page,
0: timestamp. Uh, yeah,
1: right. That's self-authenticating evidence. Of course, you have to explain it to the judge. The judge has to understand it and ignore the challenges to it because there's always challenges when it comes to entering evidence, accept it and get it entered. And then you're still probably going to get an appeal on it because every case I've ever looked at was appealed on some grounds, right? So some grounds of authentication um, to uh, digital evidence, uh, challenges always come up. So, Posting screenshots or even tweets from some rando, it it doesn't mean anything. And I don't need to tell you that because obviously you already knew. But this is like, you know, people who say... But there's
0: even websites out there where you can fake iPhone tweet conversations. You can fake Uh um, tweets. You can fake Facebook posts. And you you just go in and you can generate them. Yeah. And then you grab a screenshot of that. And then, you know, so, yeah, don't...
1: But you can't, yeah, exactly, you can do that, but you can't archive them, and if you can archive them, the code is going to obviously show that they've been faked, right? So, that's why archives are are self-authenticating, because there's code behind them that shows that they are really from where you say they are. Correct. So, so people who do this for a living, that don't know this very simple shit, it's really kind of blows my mind and it it makes me think that you know what you know better and you're doing it anyway
0: because you're spinning a narrative
1: because you're spinning a narrative and you know you're fantifa means more than you than to you than your career anybody that you may be helping through your career you don't deserve that career so please keep doing what you're doing um and hopefully you're quickly losing credibility. It certainly seems that way. All right, so let's get into, um, let's segue into what I believe all this is, and I know our audience is going to love this, but all of this craziness, especially with Antifa, but especially with Antifa Online, is so much tied to, the election ir- interference, and I know I, I don't even need to tell the people in the chat room that because I know that they get this. I mean the the timing of it, it. Give me a break, right? So it's like, um, you know, I don't know what how you feel about that, Ordi.
0: No, I mean it's yes. I mean, you we talked about it in sixteen with Macedonia troll farms. We talked about it and how it's even happening right now, and as of last week, in fact, no, it wasn't even last week, it was three days ago, the director of the national, U.S. National Counterintelligence Security Center, NCSC, released a document uh, explaining how Russia, China, and Iran are all heavily invested in the U.S. elections this year. They have their favorites. And there is evidence of each of those countries engaging in social engineering cyber ops on social media.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And just like with um, Flabby Spank Pistons, who is a Middle Easterner, there are people from other countries may be supported by their governments, may not be supported by their governments, but I see these guys so involved in either the the commie trolling or the antifa trolling or both that's going on that it's just absolutely nuts. Now of course Miss Pelosi only heard the Russia part because that's all she wanted to hear.
0: <laughs> and that's all the media heard too.
1: Right. Is well, yes, most of them only heard that but thank you bleeping for computer for wrapping it all up for us. Sure. So um the, Iran and China are both going after Trump. Well, neither of those should be a surprise, right? Right,
0: and I actually ran across this for the first time last night where usually you'll have pro anti commies or you'll have pro-Chicom. Last night was where I had both of them intersect in a threat. Yes. Where I had a Central South American... Uh, pro Che, pro Antifa, pro BLM, pro China, to the point where all Kurd and and Ugar information about China was CIA propaganda. And then I had a Middle Easterner come in who was also pro BLM, pro Antifa, pro pro-chi, pro chaycom and he was in my mentions for over 12 hours.
1: Yeah, and that so, I watched, the, I, I saw those guys and I watched. Like what was going on. I saw what was going on there.
0: And, and these were h- hardcore tankies, too. These were uh, Stalin was right to send the tanks into Hungary commies. Right.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, so. Yeah, absolutely. They were extremely hardcore. And um, the. What was it he said about Shay when somebody posted a dead Shay um, and uh, said the only good communist, right, is a dead communist? Yeah. And and he said something really crazy about that. The Middle Eastern era. So, and I've been watching this, like, intersection take place for, I noticed it probably a couple of weeks ago, where, it's, and especially the Chinese, probably more than a couple of weeks ago, where they are um, coming in to back up BLM, and some of them are definitely foreign accounts, Chinese accounts, Middle Eastern accounts. But others are not, and, but they're dressed up to look that way, which is really interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're uh, false flagging. But um, yeah, so in this report, it broke it down into three parts, where Russia's is in favor of a Trump re-election, which is bizarre to me, because there has been nobody more aggressive towards Russia in since Reagan
1: yeah
0: as Trump is yeah but um well okay maybe Bush senior but yeah it's it's bizarre to me that Rush would want it but I think that they like it because he's he's stable um plus they may really not like the Biden for various reasons but um it, it seems to me that because he's a stable quantifier that they can deal with where he you know he may be screwing him but at least they know they're getting screwed China and Iran are pushing for Biden. Um, they're both obviously against Trump for various reasons, especially with, in China's regard for his harsh criticisms of TikTok, 5G, the South China Sea, um, Hong Kong, and uh, his administration being the first to send envoys to uh, Taiwan in forever. And Iran is Iran.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, he killed Soleimani, so I mean, you know, yeah, he was, yeah. Um, that's one thing, and I, I mean, you know, it's, they um, they blame him for everything that happens in Iran right now. So, and America, and I always have. So, I'm going to go yep. ahead. And t- I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Well, this is what I'd like to do is remind everyone that uh, third to fourth quarter last year. Iran, Russia, and China signed a trilateral um, military and intelligence sharing and intel um, relationship. So they are not that they didn't have one before, but they made it formal and public. So just keep that in mind when this is coming out. Don't think that. Um, I mean, we've seen Russia play both sides of and It's even in the Mueller report; they played both sides of um, the battle last in, in 2016.
0: And well, Russia's Russia's a chaos agent in regards to where they. I mean, they may prefer Trump, but they really don't care who wins as long as it weakens America.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily believe that they prefer Trump because um, for and. I, I'm not sure that they really prefer either. I, th- I would believe that China seriously does prefer anyone but Trump, um, and pro- possibly Iran as well. But Russia, I really don't know that they that they re- would really even care that much. They're gonna just cause problems no matter what it, who it is, and you know it's <clears throat> they got uranium one out of a Democrat administration. They haven't gotten anything near that out of the Trump administration. So
0: they haven't even gotten sanctions lifted. I still can't get my SKS. <laughs> right. So there you go. Yeah. So I, the, the, basic, um, on the most basic, the report said on the most basic level, they encourage Americans to consume information with a critical eye, check out sources before reposting and spreading messages, practice good cyber hygiene. That's funny. And uh, mental literacy, that's in short supply. (laughs) And report suspicious election-related activity to the authorities. Uh, But yeah, so basically it's the same thing we always tell you and what we started the show with is that you're in the age of deepfakes. Don't just immediately retweet something because it confirms your bias. Chances are it's not real.
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot of it's not real. Just like already said, be critical, and that's – you know, something our audience does anyway, but...
0: You know, it's if you watch my Twitter feed, you'll you'll rarely see me tweet news articles unless it comes from Bleepin' Computer, uh, the occasional one from Red State, but most of my feed when I'm retweeting anything is twitchy because it's a Twitter account, and twitchy is what happens on Twitter, so it's, you know, pertinent, but very rarely will you see me grab anything from NRO or, any, you know, so, you know, I just don't, don't
1: yeah I don't just yeah just be careful and the other thing the most important thing is to realize that when you're when you're being trolled with nonsense, there's at least some possibility that you're being trolled by one of these trolls.
0: Yeah this was nonsense. Anybody who was on social media around 2016 that was when the Russians really got their social engineering shit together in regards to against America on social media. So a lot of us who were around then can spot the, um, chaos accounts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's they've, you know, 12 year old account, eight followers, <laughs> nothing tweeted before that afternoon, that kind of thing. So, right. but they, they've had time to, they've had four years to build some credibility into these accounts. So, um, Apps like uh, Twitter Audit, and don't use Twitter Audit, um, <laughs> they, uh, they're they no longer accurate. Because everybody has a 98% um, real follower rating now, because all of those trolls accounts are well-seasoned, and took part in the French elections, took part in Brexit, took part in the U.S. elections in 16 and 18, have been in numerous anti-gun or pro-abortion arguments along the four years so they look like a real twitter account but they're still reading from a script in some troll farm
1: yeah yeah absolutely they 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 always all of our arguments that's and that's that's a good thing to look for is an account that's been around forever has a bunch of tweets but not a lot of followers and i mean you know some of the really big follower accounts are also just chaos accounts um so it's not i know mine is Right, exactly. <laughs> um, especially yours. So yeah. let's move on because uh, Ar- Iran is trying to hack us. These and this is a network. Um, these are this is on network devices, but Iran has um, they're exploiting a um, CVE, which is a common vulnerability or exploit um, tracked by the U.S. government. Undersert, and um, they. The group that's doing this is one I believe we've talked about before. It's an Iranian
0: APT group called Fox Kitten. Yeah, we touched on them briefly when we were talking about oil rig. Mm-hmm. I think, actually, no, we touched on them when we were talking about the uh, Fire Eye classification, where we said, God, that's got to be annoying to Iran to be referred to as kittens. Right. But, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, Fox Kitten was one of the ones we talked about. At the time it was unknown to us. It was probably known to FireEye and other ones, but to me personally it wasn't known that they're actually the spearhead. They're the ones who go and open the doors, find the exploits for the other ones, oil rig and so on to do their thing. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're the breaching, they're the batter, battering ram. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, and so what they're what they're doing is exploiting a vulnerability in um these network devices that is uh they they can remotely take over the um the configuration interface and you know in and remotely inject commands. So, you know, they could really do just about anything with the network at that point. Um, and this, but this is the key takeaway. This was patched and the patch was rolled out July 3rd. Patch your network shit, people.
0: Yeah, and this one's actually coming from the government where they're not calling out. If, these are Fortune 500 companies that are using F5 biop devices. Mm-hmm. Um that they're just, even the government's saying, guys, patch your shit. Patch your shit. Because you're, 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 you're compromising us, too, because we are tied in with you. Mm-hmm. And you, Fox Kitten, they, they did this last year, uh, according to ClearSky and Drago security firms. They did it with uh, Pulse Secure Connect Enterprise VPNs, uh, Fortinet VPNs, Palo Alto Networks, Global Protect VPNs, Citrix ADC servers, And now they're doing it with F5 devices. Mm -hmm. Patch your shit.
1: Yep. Yeah, patch your shit. And one other thing that I think is important to note from this is it just... um, And all of the things that you kind of just um, lined out that they had done is... uh, And it's an an indicator. It's a reminder of how sophisticated Iranian hacking groups are getting. And um, how... Much more prolific they are getting um, than they were, say, a few years ago. So they've really put a lot of money, time, and effort into their hacking groups.
0: You know, we talk about this a lot. Where, yeah, we can make fun of the Iranian military sinking one of their own ships, and just like, oh, they think they're a world player; they're not ready for prime time on the cyber front. They are pro. They are one of the top five, easily. Yeah. Yeah. state actors that are a threat to global information security.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, probably have ourselves to thank for that
0: and Stuxnet,
1: but... Yeah, I we, we
0: kind of... I, I, you know what I think, talking about Stuxnet, I think that we fucked with them too early. I think we hit them too hard too early. We should have let them get a little macaque in their abilities and then done it. I know why we had to do it at the time, but yeah. I, I think that we hit them with too big of a bat too soon.
1: Well, I I don't know. I think that maybe we'd be, we'd rather be fighting their, um, their cyber teams than their nuclear weapons. Sure. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a fair point, I think.
0: Yeah. So, but yeah, so again, th- these alerts came out from, uh, DHS CISA on July 24th, that there were two known, they didn't name the corporations, but they said there are two known, Corporations who have been compromised and patch your shit, people.
1: Patch your shit, people. Yeah, they, yeah, they've already used they've used it to compromise. And the the um and already said this earlier, but just to, their F five devices. F five is the company that makes the network devices. Um and so they fixed it. You know, kudos to them. They got right on it. It was found. They fixed it. Um, patched it, but people have to use the patch.
0: Yeah, you're only as good, you're only as you can have the best equipment in the world. You are only as good as your current firmware is.
1: Yeah, no 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 kidding. So um let's take a break and come back and do the HTTPS in China.
0: God damn, we already dropped through the first half. That was quick. Yeah. I was not even clock watching on that one.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we spent the first 15 talking about Twitter bullshit too, so. That's
0: true. That's yeah. true. So, All right. Yeah, let's take a break and then we'll come back with um the Great Firewall.
1: Yes. And the, uh, the Great Firewall <laughs> of China. Yeah. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. business owner you deserve more more confidence more connectivity more of the tools that help your business thrive and at Cox business you can expect more from us we don't just have sales reps we have perfect plan identifiers people who will work with you to make sure your business gets everything it needs and nothing that it doesn't your business deserves more and that's why you can expect more from Cox business call 800-526-8572
0: to switch today there's nothing more predictable in life than the unexpected. Lightning will always strike. Hail will fall on roofs. Fortunately, there's AAA. AAA has been helping members stay prepared for over 100 years. So when unusual storms, fallen debris, or sudden leaks happen, you'll be covered. Check, check, and check. Get the home and auto insurance you need by talking with a AAA insurance agent today. Visit AAA.com insurance or stop by your local AAA store. If you prefer real mornings, shouldn't you have a real breakfast? At McDonald's, we get real about breakfast. That's why you can have a savory sausage biscuit with delicious hash browns for only $1.50. It's time to wake up breakfast. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
1: I'll take the long way round Oh, I'll find my own way
0: down Oh, as I should
1: All right, I am not even going to um, <laughs> tell you guys what Ordy just said unless he wants to.
0: No, I didn't know we were back. I didn't hear any bumper music.
1: I, You know, I almost hit, like, unmute. I, It's like I was about to hit it, and then you said that, and I was like, I don't know. That could have been good.
0: Yeah, and, we were talking about that fucking rooster, and I said, yeah, nobody likes a fake cock first thing in the morning.
1: And that was what Ordy said. So anyway, right. that's, that's why I came in a little awkward. I don't know about you guys.
0: So, hi, China. welcome back. China. China. The great firewall of China. So, it was actually a
1: couple years ago when TLS 1.3 was rolled out as a protocol for browser-based encryption and it's more secure and it works faster. So we talk about in- encryption a good bit because it basically it factors into a lot of what we do. It's basically when we're talking about VPNs and stuff like that. So but TLS um 1.3 TLS encryption works in the browser. TLS 1.3 was the next generation of it. There were 8 years between um versions. So this was um Overdue, no, no. probably overdue, and it was very much needed. It works better, and it works faster because it works through fewer steps than it takes for TLS 1.2.
0: Because on the other end of that, you have ESNI, which is the um, uh, encrypted server name indication. So they, they work in conjunction with each other.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so this... Um, So, so I'm trying to, like, think of how to explain this. But one thing TLS, this is the important thing. One thing TLS 1.3 does is make it more difficult to monitor traffic and capture packets or capture information about what's going back and forth through the network because it's encrypted. So it looks like gobbledygook, right? So you can grab it, but you can't read it. (laughs) And that includes, you know, it could could include malicious traffic that, you know, you want the IP so you know who's um, hitting your site. But you can't do that. And I I believe this is part of why China is doing what they're doing, but they're blocking
0: it. Well, yeah, it's part of their censorship program in that... You know, is you know we, we always we tell you that if you run into somebody who is Chinese who is from China on social media then they have a government license per se to be there they are a Chi-Com stooge they they are there to promote usually the Chinese government the Chinese Communist government so, with that, because that's part of the great firewall of China in that it's their VPN. And in that they can see where you're going, what you're doing, so on and so forth. So if it's a site blocked in China, you know, if, if the site isn't known, there's up to a one or two minute delay while it's determined if this is an acceptable site for a Chinese citizen to be viewing. And that with that, because Tls one point one and TLS one point two are were so aged that they've kind of figured out how to decrypt that information. so they can see that you're going to Twitter when you're not supposed to be because the only people on Twitter are government agents of China,
1: right
0: so um, or Chinese anyway they they were they're part of the government. so Tls one point three makes that harder. So in the interest of doing that, if you're running TLS 1.3 now, you are blocked. Yep. in China.
1: Yeah, so all every all encrypted or HTTPS traffic that uses TLS 1.3 is blocked by the Great Firewall.
0: Yeah, and there are actual on the other end of that, there are ways. Um, that people are creating for residents in China to get around that. Um, let's see, the Great Firewall Report said they were able to, there's six intervention, circumvention techniques that are being applied client-side inside the app or the software, kind of like a browser add-on that you can use that will um, allow you to get through that fire, that new firewall that China has put up.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, there are some security downsides with 1.3 um, so you know that's that's one thing it I don't want to say I say that because I don't want to sound like um, China's blocking the greatest thing in the world because you know that's not necessarily the case there's some um, Differing... There's still some issues. It's not there. Yeah, there's. Different it's there. I mean, it's
0: yeah, but it's not. Security you know, doesn't
1: like it because you can't you can't monitor. You can't um, check some the certificates because certificates are in um, encrypted. And I mean, there's some definite like security issues with it. But I mean, this is like it's not that. China's never blocked anything before, and they're blocking this either. They block stuff all the time. That's what the Great Firewall is for. But they've just decided to block everything from this because they can't see enough of it to tell. Right. So it, right. so they're default yeah. they're default defaulting to you can't see it because we can't tell whether we want you to see
0: it or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So China is asshole. Uh, yeah, continuing, <laughs> continue, continuing to be the repressive authoritarians that communists accuse everybody else of being.
1: Yeah, and 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 so that the researchers identified six circumvention techniques, which is what you were talking what you were talking about before. Yeah. Um, but they're called the funny it. thing
0: is, is, how would you read the article to find circumvention techniques? If anyway, moving on, bygones.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's. I think, I guess, people in China have their ways, right? When you live behind, oh, of course, yeah, a communist curtain, you.
0: Yeah, you, you, a, you know, it's the same way the Russians were able to get blue jeans in the seventies. Um, Nature yeah. finds a way,
1: right? Exactly. So, um, but yeah, they said, but they said that those are probably just a cat and mouse game. They yeah, didn't, they didn't say anything about what they were. I, I would imagine one of them would be just to revert to one point two, but I mean, you know, that just yeah. But then, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah, where you want to go next? You want to go Capital One, Reddit?
1: Well, um, let's let's talk about that. Let's say Reddit for last because that's funny.
0: Okay. So yeah, let's oh, talk right.
1: about that that massive fine that Capital One got. So uh, yeah, okay. and which Ordy says is not enough um which i mean you know that was a pretty so if you remember the capital 1
0: hack yeah it was last year uh capital 1 had a security breach that compromised 140,000 social security numbers and 80,000 bank accounts
1: yeah and it was the largest of its kind on record at the time um yeah, among well, yeah, among Now that's largest. next to
0: nothing. <laughs> among the
1: largest, yeah, because I think it's smaller than uh, it was. Yeah. So, it's smaller than um, the credit company. What was X? Ex-
0: Expedia. Yeah, or, yeah.
1: Um, Equifax. Equifax. Right. Exactly.
0: Expedia is a um, travel site.
1: Yeah, but this was the one that the the trans woman in um that was an Amazon software engineer. Yeah. From Washington, from Seattle, was accused of, that. I guess she's been indicted for? Her. She's facing trial? Yeah,
0: her name, her name is Paige Thompson. Uh, she's pleaded innocent to the charges related to the security breach. Um, she's set to, let's see, yeah, she's set to spend stand trial in February of next year. Her lawyers have sought to have her released to a halfway house where she could have better access to mental health care, but the judge said, no, because you're a flight risk.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I would imagine. Um, yeah, there's
0: no evidence that she tried to benefit from it, but then why would you... You know what? The, I If you're over the age of 16 and you're doing this kind of thing and you're not trying to find a way from benefit to benefit from it, you're lying or you're an idiot. Right. I mean, even that kid down in Florida tried to benefit from the Twitter hack. So I'm not buying that she did not... Try to benefit from financially from the hack.
1: Yeah, and the um, the problem with Capital One security was um, shit. Yeah, I mean it was they had For years. multi Yeah, they had multiple weaknesses in their system, and that I mean this was. I'm. I don't want to call her like a substandard hacker. For all I know, she could be super elite. But um, it's like this. This isn't evil corp, right? I mean, it's right. Like, I mean, she's she's a software engineer from Amazon. Right. She totally (laughs) compromised their system, and so they needed a hefty fine, and they were fined eighty million dollars
0: i don't i mean okay and there
1: will be a lawsuit i'm sure
0: i'm sure but i don't think okay capital one was blatantly negligent because they moved their service to cloud-based service in 2015 and their even their own internal audits didn't catch obvious and numerous weaknesses in their security um and they only got fined eighty million dollars for all of their customers. I mean, you forget this is a bank that has Samuel L. Motherfucking Jackson as their spokesperson. Mm-hmm. Um, that is criminally negligent.
1: Yeah, and, and that's pretty, um, pretty much. I and mean, they they didn't say criminal, but they. They did call it an unsound practice. Uh, (laughs) Unsafe and unsound practices that were part of a pattern of misconduct. Yeah. So, and that's pretty steep. And this is, um, might be the second largest fine after Equifax. Um, Which is indicative of a pattern of Cyber regulators, especially monetary, because this is coming from the controller of currency, because, right. you know, that's the regulatory agency that has the authority to find them. Um, so, but I think, you know, we are seeing a pattern of really hefty fines being put on, especially financial institutions and uh, institutions that handle money and credit fall under regulatory agencies that can find them. Um, I mean, I call it FDA level finding. It's like it, they're, they're getting pretty high. So I think that
0: um, I, I don't think they're high enough. And here's why. And I, and I will I disagree <laughs> as much as I hate regulatory arms of government. Here's the thing is that if it were easier, if it were simple for the consumer, who has had their identity stolen, who has had their financial information breached, who has suffered a negative impact from said activities due to the negligence of these companies, were it easy for them to go no harm, no foul, we will put this up to the loss department. You don't need to jump through a million hoops. I would say fine. Keep these fines where they're at. But the companies are never going to learn. If it's just a slap on the wrist or they're going to take a risk assessment and say it will cost us $100 million to fix this problem or we will be fined by some regulatory agency $80 million, we will take the risk that should we get breached we will just pay the fine rather than harden our Defenses. Right. Now, having, as part of my career, having to help people go through loss prevention, go through customer service, go through all of the hoops necessary to fix their credit, to get the charges off their account, to get their bank account back. That's nothing, okay? It, the burden of proof is on the customer whose data has been breached so that their data was actually breached. So until these companies either suck it up and harden their shit or make it easier for the end level consumer, I want them I want bigger fines
1: yeah uh, if you can't um the thing that really sticks out to me is the pattern of misconduct, so clearly people at Capital One were not doing their job when it came when it came to securing. Um, personal information, social security numbers, and, um, bank accounts. I mean, you know, there's just really no excuse for that. So, I don't disagree with you that the fines are not high, that this particular fine is not high enough. Considering those things, I mean, you have, if you have 140000 social security numbers in your database and you did not secure it, then, yeah, you should... And and I totally agree that they're not going to change until it hits their pocketbook. So, the risk... Sure. The, the consequences for the risk have to exceed uh, any cost savings that they might see for overlooking the risk. So... Yeah, I don't because, disagree with
0: you. Because when you have something like Capital One and you have somebody's credit card get breached and all the charges on it, then you have to go through all the hoops to prove that you didn't make those charges. And then for Capital One to just say, oh, that was our bad, we, um, 140,000 of you may have your Social Security numbers being compromised. Okay, we have been told our entire lives that the single most important thing you will ever get from the government is your Social Security card because that is your financial identity. Yeah. And for just oops, oh, okay. Well, uh 80 million that's 3 months worth of profits. Fuck. Okay. Or bad. No. I'm not saying make it into billions, but make it hurt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I don't, I I totally agree with you. So, the um, how about the four hundred thousand um, for the the Proctor? Oh, the side. data
0: breach that hit four four hundred thousand um, users of Proctor U. Yeah,
1: but which is a an for online exams like um, certification exams and things like that.
0: Yeah, this is a service. It's actually weird that I mean that I understand why such a thing exists, but for taking college exams or government exams or whatever, it's um, it's a software that monitors you for cheating. Right. You know, it's like, you know, <laughs> one part of the uh, article here said, that, you know, it, if you're like looking down at the desk too much for whatever reason, it'll ask you to turn the camera around the room or the desk or wherever you're looking to make sure there isn't a cheat sheet or something there. That kind of thing. So... Yeah, so 444,000 people had their um, names, home addresses, emails, cell phone numbers, hash passwords and organizational details hacked. And compromised in the or the, this company was hacked and they had their that information uh, compromised from the database.
1: Right. And um, so And this was, it was found on um, a data, on a broker, like a dark net database broker, leak broker. Data broker. Yeah, Yeah. a leak broker. So, Um, they didn't know about it until someone found that hackers were selling the information. That's another, really, that's another down side of this right so this is um and it the leak includes names home addresses email cell phone numbers hash passwords and organization details which you know if they were a michigan u student and they were using the site then and i think this this kind of underscores the um what we're seeing them go after information That fits into like the lockdown so where you know this is something people use when they're taking tests or studying online
0: so yeah and this was I mean that according to uh, ProctorU that it it was uh, the database um, was from 2014 so there isn't any current information on it um however Unless you listen to this show or others like this show, chances are you haven't changed your password in six years or your email address. So with that information alone, people who got a hold of this database could brute force their way into your Amazon account, your bank account, or any other number of places that you use, reuse the same password over and over. Uh, Institutions that were affected by this included UCLA, Harvard, Princeton, Yale, North Virginia Community College, University of Texas, Columbia, UC Davis, Syracuse University, and there were also email addresses associated with the U.S. military.
1: Yep, and that's what annoys me about the, the comment, and you get this in responses all the time, did not contain any financial information. Well, okay, that's nice, but what is the, what's in there that they can use? Because phone numbers were included. Who's changed their phone numbers recently.
0: Right. And then once again, you get into SIM swappers who, it just, it's all part, and we talk, we we do three of these every week where X company had their data breached. Oh, but no financial information was revealed. Well, that doesn't matter because somebody who had their data, you know, their email address and their hashed password from proctor u is also part of the capital one database week guess what it doesn't take much for people on the dark web to put two and two. there are whole sites there are whole organizations dedicated to putting this information together on the dark web
1: right the other thing that they that that they said it was from 2014 but bleeping computer has found said that they found um Records from people who didn't sign up until 2017, so. Correct. So, something's funky with their story as well. Um, right. Yeah, so, I, you know, I I think companies need to start to watch it. They might not get an $80 million fine, but, I mean, it's pretty easy to find um, an educational, you know, an educational vendor for sure. giving up information at a... At, uh, a dollar amount that would hurt them. So I, you know, they need to
0: Yeah, and and that's why they make the fine hurt. 25% of a year's profits.
1: Right.
0: Make it hurt. Hit them where they'll pay attention.
1: Yeah. Okay, so here's my favorite story. <laughs> this
0: is the this is the best of the week.
1: Yes. Reddit hit by a coordinated hack promoting Trump's re-election. Admins and, and moderators are urged to enable two-factor authorization. <laughs>
0: Again, use 2FA if you can.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. So, this is pretty funny. Um, some people, hackers, I guess, I don't really know, did it say how they got in?
0: Uh, they just brute-forced <laughs> their way in. They, yeah. um... Because uh, apparently a lot of moderators on Reddit are fucking lazy. Uh, they had easy to, according to their, a tweet from the people who hacked it, Calvin Go and uh, Melvern um, said that they just brute forced their way and they guessed the passwords of people, of the moderators of the site. And what they did, they went in, they removed the moderator ability of everybody who was a lower level mod of the person that they were able to hack. They... Changed all of the information to be very pro-Trump, and um, yeah, so and they they pretty much defaced the pages.
1: Yeah, defaced all of them with um, the and I mean and, and here's a partial so the partial list of um, Reddit threads subreddits that were. Affected is about, and this is a partial list, and it looks like at least 50, maybe 75 of them, 49ers, um, Animemes, that's funny, I would have loved to have seen the heads (laughs) on the anime crowd, Um, Bad History, that's one of my favorite, Black People Twitter, Wedding Planning, Burning as Fuck, which I can only imagine what that is about. Uh um, yeah,
0: Pokemon Go Battle League,
1: <laughs> gorillas, Uh um, picking, uh huh,
0: yeah, IRL Easter eggs. Uh, it, yeah, there's a list. Uh, Hentai memes. Yeah, th- this list <laughs> at least seventy five. This is a huge list. Yeah, and this one comes to us from our friends at Be- Bleeping Computer too. I'll post the link.
1: Yeah, and it's um it's a partial list, and it's like seventy five. them. So these guys were busy. I can imagine. Um. They were having a good time. The funniest one on here, though, I think, is the law school. Law yeah. <laughs> law school Reddit, subreddit, was taken over by hackers posting Trump 2020 memes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you had Disneyland on there, fire teams, food. I mean, yeah, they hit some big ones, too. You know. Yeah,
1: Ask um, F W. Yeah. Yeah. So...
0: Our podcasts, our space, our Subaru yeah. telescopes. Yeah, that's a big list.
1: I'm not. I didn't see where they ever shut it down. That when they announced it, they said it was an ongoing incident. I'm gonna assume that they shut it down. I don't know.
0: I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah, at the time this article came out, it was ongoing. So I mean, they could still be hitting. Subreddits yeah, this as, was as we speak.
1: Yeah, this was about 24 hours into it. They weren't able to shut it down, so, um, which is weird, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah. It, <laughs> and the moral of the story 2FA your social media accounts.
1: Yeah, that is the moral for this,
0: of the this story. Um, I mean, he, we keep giving advice that's going to put us out of a podcast, but <laughs> people are dumb and they'll never change.
1: Well, right. Yeah, exactly. Our but, shit,
0: yeah. Americans yeah,
1: <laughs> shit Americans say. Um, yeah, shit Americans say. So, that was a good yeah. one because, I mean, you know, the the funny Dallas protests. So nice. That probably didn't go over very well.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, for, for those of you who listen to our show, two-factor authentication, your social media, mm-hmm. patch your shit.
1: Yeah, patch your shit. Update your firmware, 2FA your social media, and...
0: Change your passwords. In fact, don't even know your password. Get a password generator. Yeah. And a password keeper. We, 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 we'll, we'll say it every week until... We don't have a podcast anymore because everybody figures it out, Yeah. which we will be here for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's an investigation is underway related to the series of vandalized communities. Yeah, so good stuff. Ongoing. Yeah, good stuff. Way to go, Reddit. Way to go, Redditors.
1: I I just can't imagine why it took them so long to shut it down. I, yeah. I can't wrap my head around that, really, but, you know, like I said, it is what it is. I have no idea. All
0: right. Well, damn, we got through it all.
1: We did. We did pretty good.
0: Yeah. And it's
1: like we've done this before.
0: Yeah. What do you got going on this week?
1: Um, I will be, you know, producing my usual Tuesday at 9, Wednesday at 9, and be on with my girls on Friday at 8.30 and back here with you on Monday. What you doing?
0: I got uh, Robinson and Wright on Wednesday filling in for Dan, who's still essential. I got Culture Shift on Thursday with Brad and Friday off and back here with you on Monday.
1: Yay. Sounds like an easy week.
0: All right. No, it is not weird to have two password managers. Ron just asked in the chat if it's weird to have two of them. Not at all.
1: No. I might get frustrated trying to remember what's in what. Right. But, God damn! Was that so, in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have. I mean, I don't know if this is counts, but I have one on every device. And yeah, but is it
0: all through the same one? No. Uh-uh. No. Okay, uh-uh. so you have a different one on each device. God, that's tedious.
1: Well, they're all compatible, so I can share the databases between them. What
0: do you just CSV them over?
1: Um. Well, they're KDBX okay. databases. So. Oh. Yeah, and most of them will are compatible with KDBX. So if not, then you know you can XML or CSV. You usually have uh, multiple export capabilities. Sure. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I just I just you you know it. I know a lot of people don't like the bloatware of Norton, but on top of all the other security things, I use uh, for Norton as my standard antivirus. They have a good password manager and generator that works cross that works on all my devices so in that I'm, instance i just use that
1: i'm impressed enough with them catching some of the malware that we've seen lately that other engines didn't catch that um you know i don't criticize yeah. i don't criticize them if yeah if you have them like lenovo if you keep the Symantec, uh the norton on lenovo will drive you nuts Like, the load times and the, it's just crazy. But I haven't, you know, I haven't really messed with the new Microsoft version that much. So, maybe it's getting better.
0: Who knows? Uh, You know what, mine, it, I, I, it doesn't slow down my boot. Not noticeably. Well, that's good. You know, so, and it just, it just sits there quietly in the uh, system tray. And every now and then, it'll ask me, do you want to install the Chrome extensions? No, I've already installed three and four. I don't need you to be my search engine, too.
1: I think, with it's my personal opinion on uh, malware, uh, anti-malware programs, software, is that the most important thing is how on top of, of new malware they are in their definitions. So that is the most important thing, and they did catch um, some of the malware that we put out recently. They caught it when other people didn't. So,
0: You know, I will say this real quick, since you brought that up. Um, I did have an instance this week where Malware Bytes did not detect a particular virus that all the reports said Malware Bytes would catch, but a shit. I I don't want to say shitty, but really annoying um, malware software that I download to try because I knew the virus or I knew the malware was on there. I just couldn't extract it properly. I was just too lazy to go into the registry. Um, I'll be honest, but uh, Komodo was able to find it and remove it where malware bytes was not. Interesting. So, yeah, that's what I said. The only, the only, the most annoying thing about Komodo though is they keep forcing their browser on you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's what I said. You. It, For freeware and to keep uh, trying to bully me into using their browser, it was annoying, but it only had to be on my client's computer for an hour. So, I was able to bite the bullet and get it done. Cool. So, but yeah, like I said, I was really surprised that malware bites didn't catch this one because it was an old one.
1: Yeah, and that must have been like a a new strain or the you got an update that somehow wiped it out. From the definitions.
0: Could be. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I had actually ca- talked to this client into buying malware bytes they hadn't yet. They were still using the free version, but it was... Anyway. Yeah, hmm. so Komodo, you get two and a half stars from me out of five. Huh. Don't force your fucking browser on me. Right, it's exactly. Annoying. And, and even after bad. I said no, it came up five minutes later. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. And then it went ahead and installed it anyway.
1: <laughs> well, that is malware. Anti yeah, no,
0: yeah Antiv- we talked about that with Edge. That is malware. Yeah, hey, that's malware. That's malware removal being malware. Mm-hmm. It is,
1: and it's not the first time I've seen that. So, yeah. All right. Well, catch us here later in the week, and thank you for coming. We love you guys, and we appreciate you checking in. See you next week
0: no matter where you go there you are
1: there you are y'all have a good one